Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Bench. My name is Mo, I'm a registered dietitian and behavioral change specialist. And every episode, I'll do my best to help you understand why you're binging and gain control so you can stop binging and worrying about all the problems that binge eating brings into your life. And today, we are going to talk about something uh, quite important when it comes to binge eating, and it uh, has to do with identity, our identity, and how it is it relates to binge eating. And we're also going to talk about um, two specific things we do, two strategies we do that go against the identity, the principle of identity and work against it. So it keeps us actually binging. So it's one of those things where we think we, we're, we're doing it to, because it's going to help us stop binge eating, but it actually makes it uh, more persistent. And we're going to talk about these two things uh, today. But the first most important part is we're going to discuss what is identity. Your identity is basically a set of beliefs. It's exactly what it is. The best way I can sum it up is it's a set of beliefs and it lives in your mind, partly in your subconscious, but also uh, it's something that you are consciously aware of to some extent, but the majority of your identity lies in your subconscious, as in it is a set of beliefs that are there and many of them have been conditioned as a result of your uh, childhood and your upbringing when you were forming your identity in specifically the crucial ages of between uh, 12 and 16-ish roughly, you're forming your identity there and you form a set of beliefs. And we can talk about this for hours, so we're not gonna dive into how we do that today, uh, but we form a set of beliefs that give us our identity. And it is this identity that gets us to uh, behave in ways that often we don't understand. Uh, people who do work on their identity level are able to dive into the subconscious and increase their awareness as to what is there that is working or what is not working, what is limiting basically. We call them limiting beliefs or dysfunctional beliefs as well as uh, desirable beliefs. And we pinpoint the dysfunctional or limiting beliefs and we uh, uh, discover what desirable beliefs we want to introduce and we get rid of the dysfunctional or limiting beliefs and introduce new desirable beliefs. And that's a process that actually doesn't take longer than um, a month of being persistent. And we certainly do that in the program, but today, in my program, but today we wanted to, dis I want to discuss more how certain strategies that are common and we use work against the principle of identity to keep us binging, even though it looks like a solution and looks like it might work and actually could work in the short term, but doesn't work in the long term. And if you've done any of these, and I want you to listen closely so you understand that it wasn't about what you did. And it certainly, certainly was not about uh, uh, your lack of uh, discipline or lack of uh, ability, ability to succeed. It's just that you were doing something that was not destined to work to begin with because it works against the, the principle of identity. So I hope you have a better understanding of identity right now uh, because as we dive into these two things, we are going to link it back to the identity. And remember, the identity is a set of beliefs that live in your subconscious and they are responsible for... Uh, the little decisions you make and what you end up doing in your life and where you end up leading, uh, even thinking, feeling, acting, and your character overall. And it is important to keep in mind that it is this specific identity that can either make you or break you. Um, because depending on what is there, it can either make binge eating persistent and something that is literally a part of who we are, or it can make it something that disappears within a few weeks. And this is what I wanted to, uh, this is a level that we kind of play out uh, uh, in, in, in my work with my clients so that we're able to make sure that it is something they can shed for good. So what are these two things? What are these two things that um, work, against, work against you so that 
and it gets the uh, the works against your principle of identity and it helps you uh, stay more consistent more uh, persistent with binge eating even though you're trying not to stop the first one is looking for quick fixes uh, and quick fixes would be like diets uh, pills or programs that promise uh, you know a certain solution just by you know doing something very very specific such as cutting out food or sorry cutting out sugar or gluten or dairy I've seen programs like that programs that work specifically they uh, say you know what will help you stop binge eating and we'll do and it looks great on the marketing component it says we're gonna help you with the behaviors we're gonna help you with this we're gonna help you with that but what are the principles and you look at we have three main principles cut out gluten cut out dairy and cut out sugar And I'm like okay well that doesn't sound like changing behaviors that sounds like a quick fix because when you cut out these cut out these foods, it doesn't actually do anything to the identity level. Because binge eating is something that functions to some extent on the identity level if it's been persistent for you for a very long time, specifically if it started in your childhood. This is specifically if it started in your childhood, you know that it was as a result of certain beliefs that you uh, developed at that age. So it is not because you're in, you start you have a sugar addiction. It is not because your body is messed up. But the the forget about the whole uh, diet component and whatnot. The whole concept of a quick fix implies that you are broken, right? So a quick fix specifically means that you are broken. If I'm looking for a fix, that means I'm broken. That's the part of the identity we're reinforcing by continuously looking for fixes. This is really really crucial. If 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 I'm looking for a fix. Therefore, I'm saying by default that I'm broken. So that's exact, and that's what the identity is concerned with: is a set of beliefs. I'm actually reinforcing this belief. So if I do happen to find a quick fix, a solution like a diet or a pill or something, there is no way it fixes me. For one main reason is because it fixes me, it would imply that I am no longer broken, and that's not what the belief says. The belief says I am broken. Therefore, I need a fix. But if we ever truly find that fix, that means the belief stops existing. But it won't stop existing because by looking for solutions, we reinforce the fact that we're broken. I hope you get this part. It can be a little bit confusing, but once you get it, you will see a lot more as to why you've tried so many things that do not work. Pills such as, and specifically pills, uh, medications such as Vyvanse, uh, Wellbutrin, anti-anxiety medication, antidepressant medication. They're marketed specifically for binge eating. And people, when they go on them, they say, oh, I feel like I've been cured. I don't have an appetite anymore. But what happens is, is two, three weeks into it, they start to experience the binging urges come back again because their body has adapted to what the medication does and now uh, the belief is still there is that oh i'm still broken because there's no fix but if there is a fix that would imply there that you're not broken to begin with but that's not what you're reinforcing when you're looking for quick solutions and quick fixes this is also the case for people who have done bariatric surgery uh, at all different levels of bariatric surgery they would gain the weight easily again and continue to binge again because the surgery implies that it's a fix. And if it is a fix, again, reinforces the fact that you are broken. So this is why often uh, it's, it's a actually well-intentioned strategy to look for a solution or a quick fix. Like I, 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 I'm, and I've been there. I've, I've done all of these to be in the, uh, that to specifically look for quick solutions, something that would fix me, something that would get me to feel better and that get me to stop wanting to be a certain way. And I would succeed for a couple of weeks, but then what would happen is I would adapt to that, and all of a sudden these urges come back again, and I feel like, oh my God, they're never, they've never went away. This must not have been the solution that I was looking for. The truth is, by looking for, by looking for fixes, you're implying you're broken, and the broken component is strengthened in your identity, and it continues to come alive by acting in a broken way, so just continuously to binge and whatnot. Um, 
this is really important. Something. So here's actually, and I wanted to. I want. I'm going to help you switch it around. This is how. Uh, this is how we start our programs. Pretty much in the first day. The one thing I tell everybody is, you're not broken. And this program that we're doing together, this experience we're going on, this journey we're going on, is not going to fix you because you're not broken. And we're not operating on that notion that you're broken. We are only aligning your actions and what you're doing in your lifestyle with how your body and your mind are designed to function. And when we do that, what happens is you start to achieve the results and the goals and the outcomes that you set for yourself because you use principles that already exist to help you function a certain way, specifically your body and your mind. You use these principles to move you in the direction you want to get to as opposed to work against them. But if you work against these principles, then they will work, but they just won't work for you. And one of the ways that they work is through the identity concept, is the beliefs that we have about ourselves. And if we keep strengthening, reinforcing the belief that we're broken, we are never, ever going to find a fix. Because to find a fix, again, and I've said it many times, but it has to stick. To find a fix implies that you are no longer broken, and that's not how identity works. Identity does not just stop existing because we found a solution on the external part. The reason, the number one way identity changes is by going through a process that changes what's going on in our subconscious. It's definitely part of part of what we do, and it actually doesn't take long uh, to achieve that. It only takes a month, uh, a maximum of persistent work to get you to change identity and to get you to get to a point where you are starting to build beliefs, uh, desirable beliefs that are moving you forward, as opposed to having limiting or dysfunctional beliefs that are holding you back. So. Keep that in mind, there is no quick fix, there is no diet or pill or quick solution that's going to help you to stop binging because it is not a matter of you're broken or not, it's simply a matter of whether you're aligned with the principles that govern your body and your mind. This is really, really important. Um, and the second one, the second, con- the second strategy that many, many do that end up working against them, um, and, and this is most certainly coaches and well-intentioned coaches and specifically trainers, well-intentioned trainers, again, um, fall victim to that big time, specifically motivational speakers, which, by the way, motivational speakers are among the worst to listen to, uh, depending on what they're saying, uh, because often what they're saying makes absolutely no logical sense and actually gets you to continue to persist in negative cycles. And one of the things they say is fake it till you make it. And I've heard this many times is should I fake it till I make it? Is this something that I can do? Fake it? Like, can I just, what if I just, you know, fake that I fake it and eventually I'm going to make it? Uh, this doesn't necessarily work. And they often actually, this specifically when they say this is towards the end, they say, you know what, use willpower to stop binging for a while. Use that willpower, rely on your own willpower. Why do you want to do it? Well, I want to do it because um, I want to look fit for my wedding. I want to look fit for uh, uh, my partner. I want to look good for the summer. And they, they use that to fuel your motivation. And as you continue to run out of that fuel, all of a sudden towards the end when you're not really doing it that well or you're not being consistent with it, they'll say, just fake it till you make it. It's just that last part. You're just going to push through and fake it till you make it. And that never, ever, ever works. Um, For one main reason, it also plays on the identity level. If we fake it till we make it, we're obviously, we're basically saying, uh, we are, this is not who we are. We're faking it. Like this is, we're reinforcing the fact that we are faking it. This is, we are being fake. And if we're being fake, then there's no way we're going to make it because if we make it, that means we stop being fake. But that's not how it works. If we introduce in our identity a belief that we're faking it till we make it, uh, it ends up backfiring because the identity is set now as somebody who's faking it. 
and somebody who's faking it is going to get discovered eventually. You can always pinpoint somebody who's being fake. People have a really good eye for pinpointing somebody who's being fake. Oh, this person is fake. You don't even have to have good uh, social skills to be able to, to 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 see who's faking it and who's not faking it. You can pick up. We can pick up on that as human beings. So for yourself specifically, if you're faking it, you're gonna pick up on that really, really, really well. And eventually, that belief will kind of kick in and be like, "Well, you're fake." So eventually, a fake is found out, and you find you discover yourself out really quickly. And I'm gonna use a really interesting example right now. I'm gonna give you a good example. Is let's say, let's say. Um, and by no way am I comparing you or anybody who's listening to this or my clients to uh, the metaphor I'm about to use, but let's take a garbage bag, for example, okay? If you take a garbage bag and you paint it gold, it's still a garbage bag. It doesn't make it any better. And if the, if the garbage bag pretends to be, to be gold, it still doesn't change the fact that it's a garbage bag. Super simple, because it's what we put into it. It's still, it, well, you know what? You might look like a gold, we might paint you with gold, but you're still taking garbage. You're still designed to be a garbage bag. So it doesn't actually work. But what happens if that garbage bag decides one day to not be a garbage bag and to be a jewelry bag? And it's like, you know what? I'm done being a garbage bag. I don't want to take garbage anymore. I'm only going to accept jewelry coming in. Is it, is it a garbage bag? No. Why would it be? You don't even have to paint it gold. It's now a jewelry bag. Because that garbage bag decided that it's no longer taking in garbage. It's decided that it's going to be allowing jewelry only. And the content makes it what it is. It is now a jewelry bag. A jewelry bag doesn't have to look a certain way. It's a jewelry bag. And you can and others can label it as a garbage bag. It doesn't matter. The garbage bag knows it's not one because it's not used for that purpose. So that's that's the difference between faking it till you make it and actually changing identity. If you fake it till you make it, uh, it's like the garbage bag being painted gold and being like, you know what, even though I'm taking in garbage, I'm not a garbage bag. Nope, it's still, we're still, people are still going to throw garbage in there. As opposed to uh, a garbage bag saying, you know what, I'm done taking garbage. I'm going to start taking jewelry only. I don't care to change how I look on the outside right now, but I'm only going to accept jewelry in. And then what happens is that People can no longer call the garbage bag if they want to. It doesn't matter because that bag, that that garbage bag is now taking in jewelry, and it can refer to itself as a jewelry bag. And this is ultimately what you want to do: is want you, you want to play on the level of what you decide to let in, right? And what you decide to put into your subconscious and put into yourself. Or what are you going to be holding in there? And the fake it till you make it concept plays against plays with the notion that you're not that you're not there yet. You're still going to get there. And so if you're still playing on the notion that you're still going to get there, then you never get there. Because if you do get there, you, you, you stop trying to make it. This is the part of the identity that it is really important to understand. The mind does not work in terms of the future, where I'm going or, or what I'm not or what I'm going to be in the future. It doesn't understand that. The mind understands the subconscious and the mind and the identity understands what you are right now. If you're faking it till you make it, that means you're not there. And so at no point will you make it there because the mind is not like, okay, well, they're going to fake it till, for two more weeks and then there's a timer in there ticking. And when the two weeks finish, then it's, the mind's like, oh, I finally made it. It doesn't do that. It doesn't understand that concept. It understands the concept of am I there or am I not there? And if we say, well, I'm going to fake it till I make it, that means we're not there yet. And so that belief will be reinforced, which will make us never get there. And I've certainly felt victim to these two strategies in the past is I've use the fake it till you make it concept so much and 
I would be actually pretty quick with it, pretty quick with it, as I realized, you know what, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not that confident when it comes to something. Well, I'm not that confident when it comes to uh, something I'm new at. Let me fake it till I make it. And what would happen is, I could be pretty good for a little bit for a short amount of time because I'm faking it, but then eventually I trip, and I feel miserable with it, and I can no longer continue with it because it's not something that because I I I finish that fake part and I discover myself out. And that's the part of the identity that uh, uh, shines through and, and continues to exist on, is that I know I'm a fake. I know I'm faking it. And so it does not work. On the other hand, specific, I've tried diets, pills, programs, because I've thought that I was broken. Something needs to, be f- to fix me. So I needed to look for that. And yes, in the first week or two weeks, maybe or three weeks, you might feel great while on certain medication, while on certain diets, while certain doing things. Uh, but it doesn't last because as the body adapts, all of a sudden your identity kicks in and says, hey, you're still broken because there's nothing that would fix you. If you're, fix- if you're fixed, that means you're not broken, but we're reinforcing the fact that we are broken. And this is what I want you to be start being careful of is what are, you, what are you doing in your life right now and what is it reinforcing, right? Here's another concept. And this one is, is, was really mind-blowing for me and for many a lot of people I work with is the concept of trying to lose weight and being on diets. If you look at healthy people or people who are fit, they don't diet. They don't actually try to lose weight because they're already there. And they've never really done that in the past. And they have, if they have, they've failed and they, desire, they realize that it's a life, it has to be a lifestyle fix, lifestyle solution, an identity solution. Lifestyle works on the identity level. But who is consistently dieting and, and, and trying to lose weight? And the diet industry specifically works on people who have weight to lose. So the obese population and whatnot. And that's their pop, that's who they're concerned with. That's who they want to work with. That's their target population. And they understand that these people are repeat customers, as in they are going to keep coming back and back and back again because they are trying to lose weight. And while they're dieting, they are losing weight. And when they stop dieting, they gain weight. And it's a continuous cycle. And it's like a drugstore, literally. They were just like selling you drugs the whole time. This is how it works because they understand that if if people who are trying, if you if you're trying to lose weight and you change your identity, then you will stop dieting to begin with because a fit person does not uh, go on a diet. And this is really really important to note. And this is why we fall victim often to uh, continuous dieting. So these are the two stra- two, two things, strategies, well intentioned strategies that we often uh, uh, try to start off with and. We can seem like we're doing a good job in it, and but it doesn't last long because it goes against the principles of identity. And often when we do these two strategies, we rely on willpower. And if there's one thing we learn about willpower is that willpower is temporary. It does not last. Why does it not last? Because it's usually time-related or event-related. So I need to lose weight because summer is two months away. I need to lose weight because I have a wedding in a few months. I need to lose weight because um, um, I haven't seen my family in such a long time. They're going to see me. I don't want them to see me like this. It's time related. Once that occasion or event happens, then how, how, what motivation is going to continue to uh, increase your willpower? Nothing. So it's easy to go back and fall back in old, in old habits because we've never really built the habit. So willpower does not work. Motivation is a bit different. It depends on where you're getting it from. If you're getting it from time, from event, from certain events and from certain timely events, then it's not going to last once that event passes. But what if we're getting it from other things? from other components of our life that are uh, consistent and do not change. Like the fact maybe that you're breathing is, is, an, is an opportunity for you to be motivated to do something about your health. Maybe that is what your motivation is. You know what? I'm alive today. That is motivation enough for me to do something about it. It's very, very different as opposed to, oh, I'm going to lose weight for 
uh, something else in two months. Because once that, once that two months happens, that's it. It's completely done. And often uh, uh, the quick fixes uh, and the quick fix programs and diets and whatnot, they rely on your willpower to do something. Is you have a short amount of willpower, short, short uh, amount of willpower, and it happens at a time and gets triggered one time, or you feel like, oh, you know what, I've been, I've been really, uh, haven't been, haven't, you know, something happens. Maybe somebody uh, makes you feel bad about yourself, or maybe uh, uh, you you have enough. You have like an enough is enough moment, and that gives you a huge amount of temporary willpower, and then you use it towards a strategy that actually enforces and reinforces the fact that. Your, ident- your identity is still one that is broken and one that is not going to overcome binge eating and finally lose weight. So it backfires and you feel discouraged. And no wonder we feel discouraged because we use our, te- our short amount of willpower, we use it towards something that's designed for us not to work. And that strengthens our identity and keeps us stuck and ruts longer. And that's why when it comes to the, uh, our journeys and our experience in, in our program with my clients is the only uh, willpower they have to rely on is the amount of willpower that gets them to commit to uh, working with us because everything after the else after that does not involve willpower and does not involve faking it to make it or fixing us because there's nothing to fix to begin with. There's just simple things we need to align and understand more how our body works, how our mind works, and how to operate in the principles that it's designed with so that we can go towards our goals and get off the path that is leading us to whatever we're leading right now, heading right now. And that's what I want to share today. I mean, I was actually a bit hesitant to um, to have this discussion when it comes to uh, on this podcast because it's a bit of a high-level discussion that we do in my programs later on the weeks as we have a solid understanding of how identity and mind works, but I went with it anyways, and I hope that this helps you because I realized that uh, many are working on the surface of let me work on the weight loss, let me work on how I look, but we lose touch and we lose uh, um, 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 we lose uh, the, the 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 main important thing, which is our identity is crucial, and that's something that we definitely focus on eventually, along with other things, obviously, uh, such as nutrition and feeding and all the mind and all these things are important but your identity is equally if not the most important thing so be very careful what you're feeding your identity and what uh your what actions or uh, uh decisions you're making in your life and what ident- part of your identity is reinforcing this is really important and i hope this has helped you if you're interested in seeing if you could be a part of uh, our programs that help with everything that includes uh, overcoming binge eating from identity work like we just talked to the mind to the body to all components uh, then please reach out to us at www.morezk.com and i'll be happy to uh, get back to you and we can see how that will go from there so i hope you're having a lovely lovely day and i'll see you in the next podcast